Hello, everybody. I am doing figure gesture drawings today using Posca paint markers. If you would like to grow as an artist and you can't take an art class, we've got everything you need here at Art Prof, critiques, tutorials, professional development, and workshops. I'm going to test out more of these Posca pens. And the one I'm especially excited about is this one which has a brush tip i'm just going to take this paper and do some warm-up marks i think this is really good for gesture because there is a muscle memory that i think is very helpful and so just doing this is a really good super quick warm up. One thing I'd like to try today as well, somebody told me that if you wet the strokes while it's still wet, you can get washes. And this is one of the techniques that I really want to try. I mean, I could even just start with that. Oh, that's kind of cool. Maybe I'll do that as the initial gesture because the black is just so prominent. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, maybe I'll just do that. I don't know how long it's going to stay dry, though, wet. It's pretty good. Let me try this one. Okay, so that is dried enough that I can't activate it anymore. Okay, so it looks like I don't have a lot of time to get this activated, but I wonder if I'm using, say, this chisel tip. There is definitely more. Oh yeah, it's much easier to do here. And if I take a wet one and go on top, you really can get somewhat of a gradient. And then let me see what the big chisel tip is like. Very excited to use this again. Wow, that activates very well on the chisel tip. And I wonder if I get my Sumi brush wet Let's see how far this, oh, wow, look at that. This is like ink wash. Nice. Oh, it is making these little bubbles. Is that just crap in my brush? I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah, that's really weird and grainy looking. I was not expecting that. That's very weird. Maybe I have to just stick with this. By the way, everybody, if you would like to draw along with me <laughs> with this mystery man, <laughs> not such a mystery <laughs> for most of you, draw along with me in any media and we'll meet in the Discord afterwards to share what all of you make. If you want a link to the reference photos, that is in the video description below. And if you want specifics, about the art supplies that I'm using, 
that is also in the YouTube video description below. All right, I'm gonna use this as a scrap sheet of paper. It might almost be a palette in a way because it is helpful for me to test that out. I'm gonna take this scrap paper, let's put it here, and that can be my palette for when I'm doing those washes. Okay, we'll try that. All right, some warm-ups. I don't feel warm <laughs> right now. But let's try the thing by warming up with the wash. I'm just very curious how that's going to work. Another thing that I'm going to do with the gestures is I always try to prioritize drawing the entire figure. Because usually when you crop things a lot, it actually makes it pretty hard to see the proportions. All right, dipping my paper towel in some water. Just give this a shot. This is very different than when you do gesture drawing with say charcoal. And this is even different too, because I'm more Locking in masses. Ugh, sorry, Aaron, you don't have a very good torso right now. <laughs> Actually, I probably can go back in. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I can remove some of it. But I'm trying to get the tilt of the torso. The angle of the legs, definitely the feet. All right, that looks really sloppy. <laughs> it's okay. All right, now I'm going to put in some darker moments so I can start to lay things in a little bit better. This is my second pass. not really doing line as much as I am doing really wide strokes. But this starts to get a sense of that. I'm trying to put in the kneecaps, which are about here. And I'm also noticing that this kneecap is lower than this kneecap. And that can help place things a little bit better. Like this leg is a lot longer than I'm doing it. So if you want to know <laughs> the story <laughs> behind these images, they're actually just screenshots that I took off of a video. And actually <laughs> the reason I picked this particular concert <laughs> 
is because I just love his outfit. His outfit is so good. Well, because he wears a blazer jacket for most of the concert, and then the last three songs he takes off his jacket, and I just lose it. And I also think it's very important to learn how to draw people with clothes on. I know a lot of people talk about figure drawing and about drawing nudes, but at a certain point, you have to learn to draw people with clothes on. And I drew the nude so much in art school that actually when I started doing some portrait commissions after school, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to paint clothes. Drawing and painting clothing, totally separate skill than sketching out the nude. And I had a really hard time with that at first. So that's one of the reasons why I've chosen a figure with clothes on. And I love the pants. They just fit really well. Seven A is asking, is that mineral paper you're working on now? I think it is. It's mystery paper. It feels like mineral paper, though. It's a little heavier than the mineral paper that I had before, which I really like. If Upo paper wasn't so expensive, I'd be using that. But that gets pricey after a little while. And thank you so much to Anna for the super sticker and also to Sonnet for the super chat. We so much appreciate your amazing. By the way, in case you missed it, we are doing our fall raffle. We have no paywalls. All of our videos are free and accessible. And I want to keep it that way. But guess what? Somebody has to pay for those expenses. There's a lot of them. And if you want to enter the raffle, you can give a super chat or super sticker during this live stream. Or there's also a link to the raffle in the video description below. We accept PayPal and Venmo and all those things. Okay. I'm going to do some very minimal strokes. And it's difficult because... It is so dark. I'm going to really slow down my process for that reason. Not a lot of forgiveness here. So I might try stuff like that. Maybe I put something down and make it a little less dramatic. You can see here that I'm not making lines at all. It's more like I'm making very disparate strokes. Normally, I wouldn't do that. If I was doing this, let's say, in charcoal, I would be doing continuous lines. But the issue here is that the marker is so strong that if I did that, I'd end up with something... That was a mess. Oh, I can already see I made the arm too. This is making a big mess. 
but I don't know, maybe it's nice texture for what's happening in the scene. So this is very interesting. This is so not the gesture drawing technique that I do for charcoal drawing. It's, it's so different and it's because the tool is different. I can't really do things the same way. So yeah, I'm gonna just, I mean, that's not really erasing as much as it is just smearing. Ah, oh my gosh, I got a bleed. Whoa. Oh my gosh, let me try that. That just never occurred to me. I'm gonna try that here on the palette. So let's just rub on just a wet area. And I'm just gonna see what happens if I do this. Whoa. Oh my gosh, I can put bleeds. I was not expecting that. All right, <laughs> I'll learn something new every day. This hand is pretty delicate. This is not so easy, but I'm just trying to put in where the knuckles are. Oh, this is too wet. I think I'm gonna come back to it. But we do need to get that torso in there. And there's definitely a tilt. So actually in this particular gesture drawing, the clothing is very important because what the clothing is doing is it's suggesting the shape of the figure because we don't see kneecaps. We don't see any of that stuff. It's a lot tougher because really the structure of the figure becomes defined by the clothing. And that's something nude drawing doesn't prepare you for. You don't get to have that luxury. Oh God, that got so wet. Ugh. Got to bleed where I don't want one. I'm a little, I think I made the legs too wide. They have to be, well, actually what I really need is that belt because the belt has a curvature to it, which helps define what's going on. Is anybody surprised by this? Because if you've seen my other gesture drawing videos, it's a totally different technique and pacing, which is so interesting. It's like the material really can determine how you go about doing things. to make sure I make the legs long enough. I feel like I always make the legs too short. That's my default way of drawing. Get the angle of this thigh better. But yeah, I'm drawing very slow, which is bizarre. 
for gesture drawing. Like you wouldn't think you would draw this slow, but it becomes necessary. Slight curvature to show the knee. Just checking. Oh, this is definitely too wide. Okay, let's go back in and fix that. There's this one really long crease down the middle. I'm going to use that as a guideline. So here we're sort of starting to hint at the calves, but the clothing is more dramatic than that. And then the shoes are very important just as a shape, but also to get the figure to stand. Oh dear. <laughs> that looks really bad. <laughs> Sorry. Put that up a little higher. Smear that a little bit. I don't feel like I want that many harsh lines. Okay, that's a little bit better. I need to do the other leg. And there are these pretty strong wrinkles that are going to help. Okay, so the kneecap here, I guess, are they lined up? Hmm. I feel like this one's a little higher, but not quite. They're, they're pretty close. And another thing I do is I line up the feet. Okay, so the shoe is here. That's the bottom of this shoe. Ugh, made it a triangle shoe. <laughs> That's not what it is. Try that again. Gosh, this is so not the stream <laughs> I thought I was going to do. I, I really thought this is going to be going, Bleh, but it's not. I'm actually drawing really, really slow. Okay, so that shoe, all right, this is the bottom. Okay, let's see the edge. It's a little higher. Okay, so the bottom of the shoe is here, and that makes, it's about here, the bottom of that shoe. Could be a little lower. But you can see I made the pant way too long. This is almost more of the tube. I think the it's almost looking like bell bottoms. That's not what I want. Tell me in the chat, do you change your pacing with gesture drawing often, or do you stick with the same pace? I usually draw like a maniac. But I think it, it's the permanence of this material makes that very difficult to do. Okay, let's take a look at the proportions. I think he is not as wide as I made him. So I'm going to revisit what's happening up here. Because there's a definite diagonal in the torso. Like I am shocked that I'm drawing so slow that this is just really, really weird for me. Oh, God, and I'm drawing the head. Uh. I knew I was skipping something. 
head is really hard. But to do the head, I think I do need to articulate more what the shoulder's doing and get the hand a little bit more strong. But actually to do that, I need to get, there's this one spot, the opening of the shirt. Ugh, now I don't want to do the head. Just a couple little marks here or there. And the jawbone is super prominent. The ear is very important. So the jawbone's the one thing I'm really going to throw in right now. I totally misplaced the microphone. Microphone's all the way up here. And that also moves his hands to there. So you can see how impactful the clothing is in a scene like this. Yeah, he's definitely too wide. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> the marks I'm putting down, they're not very confident. In fact, they're pretty tentative. But I feel like I need that. Oh, the job one's too straight. Let's tilt the... And really, I'm just going to go for the nasal bone. He's got the smirk on his face. I don't really want to deal with that right now. Ah, it looks terrible. Okay, <laughs> I got to get rid of that. That face looks really bad. Oh, it's really bad. Okay, <laughs> at least we minimized it. Let's go back to the arm on this side. And who here has been practicing gesture drawings? Because if I could, I would do it a lot. It's a fantastic warm up. But I oftentimes do not. I, I really just do it for these demos. But they are so good. It's like basically doing your exercises, your warm ups for drawing. Oh gosh, this hand is making me very nervous. So do you do drawings, gesture drawings fairly often? Do you only do them once in a while? And you don't have to always do them, but they are a really good reminder of some of those fundamentals that I think are pretty hard to remember if you're not doing it actively. Okay, let's put in the mic stand, which has a pretty dramatic angle. Can't really see the bottom of the mic stand that well, but I'll just hint at something down here so it doesn't look like there's nothing. Okay, let's see what people are saying in the comments. Lisa says, clothes figures are different. It's the volume and fabric flow that's so hard. Aaron has big hips, no comment. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you that I really like his pants. 
concert. <laughs> Sonnet says, I tend to just want to draw the clothes and forget about the structure of the body underneath. That's why it's so difficult because number one, you can't see the structure. Number two, the clothing is defined by the structure, but you have to draw the clothing. And so a lot of drawing clothing is about the mindset. What's important for you to keep in mind. Yeah, and Lisa says the shining clothing sure picks up colors from the lights. Pink, blue, black, and white highlights. Depending on the type of clothing, it falls very differently on the figure. Think about if somebody's wearing a silk shirt or if you're wearing a coat, which is very thick and is textured, and you're not just drawing the folds, you're drawing folds that have different degrees of weight, that have different textures. And we do have a whole series of drawing clothing that Jordan and I did. If you type clothing into the search bar at artprof.org, you'll find that page that consolidates everything. <laughs> Romance by the clothing. Well, the clothing's not making me romance right now. <laughs> Alexandria says, gesture is a rhythm that varies for me. Carolyn says, most of the gesture drawing I've done has been timed, very quick poses. So I do gesture very fast. I always thought that was part of the point, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Well, I'm as surprised as you all are. Maybe this is not the traditional interpretation of gesture drawing because it's still about gesture. It's just because this marker is so dark and so permanent, I don't feel, although maybe the next one I should do is blah, blah, blah. Do you guys want to see that? This is a careful one. Maybe the next one I do is just all over and I just say whatever. I suppose this is a more careful gesture drawing because I'm trying to control things more. But tell me in the chat if you'd like to see an unleashed gesture drawing. It's probably going to be a total disaster, but it might be interesting to see. Kid says, I have, but I have an issue where how I construct bodies normally is very geometric and rigid. So I don't know how to integrate it. This is probably because I'm a novice, honestly. Figure drawing is really hard, kid. I studied it for years and I was lucky that I was in art school. And so I got to draw just hours and hours of models from life. But I think a big part of it depends on how you're approaching the anatomy, because I do see a lot of stuff online where they will say, oh, you have to think about the body as a series of blocks. So you have a long block for the arm and you have a sphere for the joint, that to me is extremely misleading because it has no anatomical basis. There is no part of the anatomy that is like that. You're better off doing anatomy, but just boiling it down to five things. Because if you try to draw everything all at once, it can be very overwhelming. Meisuko says, what defines gesture drawing or gesture painting? I'm not sure of this term. It's hard to understand. For me, it boils down to capturing the personality of the pose. Okay, so this pose 
he's standing fairly upright, but I do have the other ones. Okay, so if we look at this one, you can see this one's more straight. He's sort of bending like that. And so you're trying to boil it down to the most essential parts. As few strokes as possible to just, boom, quickly throw down that personality. So if somebody's standing very stiff, we should get the feeling looking at the drawing of that stiffness. If somebody is very languid and, and relaxed, we should look at that and say, oh, that's a relaxed person. That's much more important to me than anatomy. I care more about the personality of the pose and how do you capture that really quickly. Nacho says, when I draw with more permanent materials, I feel like it takes away from the gesture. It doesn't feel gestural drawing with markers, at least not in the same way as drawing with charcoal does. It's a different language. For me, this is more broken up than what I typically do. But gesture is not one thing. There's not one interpretation. You ask anybody on the planet to define gesture drawing and you're gonna get a different answer from every single person. So I don't believe that gesture drawing has to be a certain way to be counted as gesture drawing. A lot of it's in the mindset in terms of capturing the flow. Okay, so you could say, oh, I need to draw the hands. But the more critical thing in the beginning is bottom to top. How do we see the angles? Jasper says, you could use a bit of water to smudge acrylic markers. Oh yeah, I did that here. You can see on the palette. 7A says, do you exaggerate gesture to capture it? Absolutely. I find that if your mindset is to accurately represent what you're seeing, you almost always end up with a lukewarm version. So usually if a leg is angled like this, if I, in my head, think, oh, I want to replicate what I see, I probably am not going to draw it as bent. And so usually I say, okay, I see the bend, but let's push it a little further. It gives it a little bit more of a bite. And oftentimes when you in your head are thinking, oh, I'm exaggerating this, you actually get it the way it really looks. I really encourage people to exaggerate because it pushes the drama of the pose and gets you to not get so fixated on accuracy because accuracy is not important for a gesture drawing. I highly prioritize personality of the gesture. All right. I got to fix that head. The head is really, really bad. I think I lost, I think I made the jawbone. It's too straight. So let's make it a little bit more like that. I think the ear is way higher than I put it. Now he looks like an Android. <sighs> See, this is where it's a pain because it's so dark. But at the very least I wanna get in 
his forehead and oh i love his hair he has the best hair i think i made the nose too big but i have to keep it really simple so you could say actually that just your drawing is a mindset. Maybe it has less to do with the way you articulate things. Maybe it's actually more about how you think about it. Okay, I totally lost his collar. His collar is more here. You guys have no idea how many times I've watched this clip. <laughs> oh, that looks terrible. The shoulder is way too small. Oh, the shoulder is like almost higher than the chin. Sheesh. I really did not estimate that well. And I think it's also a little wider. So I looked at this and I said, okay, here's the chin. Where's the top of the shoulder? I actually think it's maybe even higher. because I really <laughs> didn't do a great job on the shirt. I'm gonna start adding in some wider strokes. Oh, God, I made his arm way too thin. It's so much bigger than that. So what I'm gonna look for now are these thicker strokes the ones that feel like they have a lot more presence and i'm getting more specific with the clothing i feel like i really messed up the mic got a little too big okay so that starts to offer a little bit more clarity. Oh, I feel like I messed up this one beautiful swirl of hair. Amongst all the Aaron Tveit fans, we have a real thing with his hair. His hair is fantastic. Apparently, the way he keeps it nice is he doesn't wash it <laughs> that often. In natural mousse, I have no idea. <laughs> Here, there's more of a shape, which I now made too big. So it's interesting that maybe gesture drawing doesn't have to be fast. Maybe it really can be something that is more of a mindset than it is anything else. Ooh, that felt really good. I liked putting down that stroke. There's a shadow here, just a lot darker than I made it. And so now I'm starting to get some of that brushy stuff, which feels great.
tell me in the chat, what has been your experience when it comes to drawing clothing? Because drawing clothing, it's sort of like drawing hair. It's just very difficult. And it's the thing is, people don't really talk about drawing hair and clothing that much. I, I just think because faces tend to take over quite a bit. And so oftentimes people don't really talk about, oh, there's a technique for drawing hair. Well, that feels good. I like putting in those wider strokes. Or maybe you haven't spent a lot of time drawing clothing. It just, it makes things so complicated. I think what's even harder and tell me in the chat, what's your experience with this? Drawing people who are wearing clothing, but it has a pattern. Think about it this way. People wear flannel shirts all the time, but oh my gosh, drawing a flannel pattern over the wrinkles is such a pain. <laughs> I actively avoid it. It's just oh, really frustrating, just inherently speaking. So I guess there's a reason I'm not drawing because he has a couple of concerts where he's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt or something. I'm like, I'm not painting that. That's such a hassle to have to do that. I'm also trying to be a little bit more assertive about the strokes. I think before I was not only drawing lighter, but I was not being assertive because I was still sketching things out. I mean, this is pretty fun. It's, it's not common for me to draw this slow, but I'm enjoying the markers a lot. Who here has used Posca pens? Posca? I don't know how to say it. Because they're new for me. I, I really never use them much. But I'm liking what they're doing. The last stream I did where I did these almost caricature illustrations from Sweeney Todd, I use the chisel tip a lot. And I'll, I'll do a wild and crazy one <laughs> in a little bit. But let's just do this because I didn't have the opportunity to really try this in the last stream. Okay, this one has a super dark wrinkle. So this one I really am going to put in. This is a pretty dry stroke. Let's go over this. Because actually there's quite a bit of gray right down the middle. Let's 
just give it a little more tone. And actually here too, I probably should try that again. Who here likes markers? So let's say you don't use Posca pens. Perhaps you really like Copics or, I mean, my favorite has always been Tombow, but I think that's just because I have more experience. I don't think it's because they're better necessarily. They're just what I'm used to. Shoot, did I make the pants? I think I moved the pants over too much to the left. Might have to move the foot then. And he's wearing these really shiny shoes, so I'm gonna really fill this a lot. I feel like I didn't make them pointy enough. And I'm going to do a little bit of wash. Oh my gosh, I had the most crazy dream last night. It was really specific. I never have specific dreams. I had this dream where I was going to start an MFA program at RISD, but all of my stuff was in Massachusetts, and I was too lazy to move my equipment and start fresh with a new apartment. And so I decided to just drop out. <laughs> I was like, oh, I could drop out before the program begins and get a full tuition refund and then I won't have to move my stuff. I hate moving, moving is so painful. Oh my God, it's the worst. I feel like this shoe is not great. It's got more gradients, but I'm actually gonna fill most of it for the sake of it looking a little bit more shiny. I'm really terrified to do his face. I wanna do a little bit more up here. Lauren is the person who introduced me to markers. I it just always thought about markers as, oh, that's what you use, Crayola markers in kindergarten. I, I just didn't think about them as being a remote possibility for drawing. And now I'm so addicted. It's just really fun. I need to clarify, there's too much, it's too busy up here. And let's hop over to the other arm. This is starting to feel better. Oh, that beginning first few minutes was painful. Ugh, and stuff like this, it's like, how specific do I get? We need the mic to be a little more specific. All right, let's see 
what people are saying in the chat. Alexandria says, for me, gesture is the inertia of the subject that differentiates a balloon from a bowling ball or a marionette and a fleshy being. I like how concrete that is, Alexandria. I think that illustrates your point very well. 7A says, drawing clothing has been a challenge for sure, but more time with references and just trying it has made it less painful, except for patterns, it's still painful. If you want to have a low self-esteem about drawing patterns, <laughs> go look at Vermeer because he has these paintings that have a lot of rugs in them. And the rugs are just so complicated in terms of the patterns, but he makes them so three-dimensional. I'm like, how did you do that? That's very annoying that you're so good at it. Well, this is a good point. Alexandria says, pattern is so much easier, gives landmarks for ratios. I was grateful to draw a puffer jacket. Well, that's hard. I don't think I've drawn a puffer jacket before. Well, welcome, Alexander. Watching this on my work break. Hello, everybody. I think it's very funny, the certain contexts in which people watch our live streams because actually a lot of YouTube videos I will listen to almost like a podcast when I'm cooking because I don't have a lot of time to do that. And so tell me in the chat, what are you usually doing during the live stream? Are you at your work break? Are you on the couch watching on the TV? Are you watching during a faculty meeting underneath the table because faculty meetings are useless? <laughs> not speaking from direct experience. <laughs> yeah, Alexander says, I have 15 minutes to eat a burger, calm down and watch our prof. Well, I'm glad we can accompany your burger. Mr. Karuman says, I'm watching you at home surfing the web, playing with AI. Yeah, a lot of people will do something while they're watching. So I know a lot of people like us to be, quote, in their studio because if you just sit there and draw by yourself it can get really really tedious i oftentimes will listen to a podcast but sometimes i don't want to think that hard <laughs> and so the hangout is a little bit easier because the content tends to be a little bit more casual some people eat while they're watching us And Alexandria says patterns. Oh, wait, I already read that one. 7A also mentions a cable knit sweater is the devil for me. I don't want to draw a sweater like that. That sounds awful. I mean, clothing like this, which is a little bit more slick, I think is much, much easier. Ike says usually drawing along or watching a football match. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Although in the U.S., we call football in the rest of the world, we call it soccer. And it's very confusing <laughs> when you go to Europe and everybody's talking about football. Catherine's watching at home after eating dinner, now slobbing on the couch. I know how that feels. It feels fantastic. All right. 
let me see. I, I think I want to do just a little bit more and then I'm going to move on. I really have to deal with this space. It's really bad. And actually, you know what I can do? I can lower my camera so you guys can, well, probably not that much. There we go. Okay, so now maybe you can see him a little bit better. Because I need that structure, but I don't want the structure to kill what's happening. I feel like I really messed up the eye. Oh, the nose is terrible. What did I do? I do want to get his smirk in there, although now he looks really scary. Maybe I need some digital <laughs> touch-ups later. I don't know, this, the smile he has is like really weird. Now he looks mad, looks mean. Maybe if I put in some of the hair, some more strokes, I love drawing his hair. His hair is so amazing. <laughs> That's the other thing is I know hair can be a pain for people, but sometimes it's just really fun to draw hair. Okay, yeah, this is helping. So I'm looking for shapes of hair. And then I also have some individual lines to fill it in a bit more. Oh my God, the face is so bad. Yeah, that smirk is not helping either. <laughs> it's just, although now that I'm starting to try to do freelance illustration, I was like, oh, well, in illustration, the only thing that matters is the final print version. So I can just digitally alter everything. <laughs> How many people here do that? Because it is really convenient. I never really did it before because in fine art, the more important thing is that you have this physical object that you can put into a gallery. But in freelance illustration, you don't have that. Actually, I'm curious about this idea. My staff calls them crazy Clara ideas <laughs> because you know something, most of the time their job is to talk me out of stupid decisions <laughs> that I make. Sometimes they humor me and they say, let's just, let's think about it. And then a week later, they're like, no, that's stupid Clara. Okay. I had this thought, I forget what I was looking at. Oh, I remember what I was looking at. Okay. Did anybody see the Michael Fassbender movie, The Killer? It just came out. It's on Netflix. 
thank God. He hasn't had a movie since 2019. It's been a very painful time period for me. Anyway. I was watching that movie and I noticed that they had genuine artwork, a painting to advertise the film. And I don't think that's common. I think a lot of the times it's some Photoshopped version of photos that they took, or sometimes it's just a photo. And so it's not that common to see those painted movie posters. That was sort of an era in the 80s that doesn't really exist anymore, at, at least to the degree that it did. I mean, obviously people still do it, but it, it's not a whole genre like it used to be. Movie poster design used to be all about traditional painting. Saul Bass is a graphic designer. He was very famous for his Alfred Hitchcock designs. I'm going to switch to a chisel tip here. Leave something a little bit more dramatic. Ooh, I kind of like that. Whoops. And I'm looking at that poster for the killer. And so I look up the illustrator who did that cover. And then I start thinking to myself, hey, I could do that. I could do a movie poster. And that is not a genre I ever thought about, but it is very different than say editorial which tends to be very high turnover because it's newspapers and publications. And so I started looking, digging on that industry. And it's so different than editorial because, I mean, editorial is all about current events and things like that. But the movie poster world is very different. Because what you actually would do is work with a marketing agency, which is very different than if you work with an art director who's at, say, the New York Times or something like that. You guys think I should go for it? It doesn't hurt. I could just send my portfolio to a couple of the marketing agencies and see where that takes me. Yeah, I bet you guys didn't know that a gesture drawing could take an hour. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't count. <laughs> okay, let's see what people are saying in the chat. Harvey says, I sometimes redo my ink lines digitally and then trace them onto watercolor paper before getting painting on. Sometimes it feels like cheating. It's not. Cheating in art is plagiarism. That is, pla that is cheating. The other stuff, no, not at all. 
just another tool. And we have Gessy, I try to get it in one go, it's really hard for me to stick with one drawing and continue it later. I get sick of looking at it quick. I know the feeling. <laughs> Depends on the piece because there's some pieces that I really wrestle with that I know they're tough. And I know it's gonna be a marathon to fight <laughs> with that piece. Once I've acknowledged that, it tends to be a little bit better. I'm going to fill this whole area in with some wash. Oh, this is such a mess. I don't like the way this is looking now. Maybe I worked on it for too long. I feel like I messed up this stroke down the middle. I think I should have stopped like five minutes ago. But I, ah, shoot, no, 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 no. Gotta get rid of that. Oh, that was a mess. It's hard. I feel like I wasn't assertive enough with some of these strokes. So I'm trying to get some in here. Carolyn says, surfing on the sofa, working on spray painting, a pegboard for my studio wall. It's out in the deck drawing. That sounds awesome. Glace Cruz, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. I am watching and making my polymer bleh, clay creations now love to learn with your lives it's so cool i love how all of you have so many different things yeah and remember everybody we are going to meet in the discord after the live stream and you can share anything that you want to do okay let's do a really quick and dirty one all right i gotta move my camera up i want to do that see how that looks. I think I gotta go up a little higher. Ah, sorry. Thank you so much, Catherine, for the super sticker. And remember everybody, we are doing our raffle because we have no paywalls. We don't ask you to pay to access our content. Everything is free. So if you give a super chat or a super sticker during the stream, that will enter you into the raffle. And you know something else, guys? We have a really cool new prize that we just announced yesterday. You can win a digital cartoon of yourself made by Mia. And this is an unusual prize in that we're giving it to three different people. A lot of the other prizes, only one person gets it. You have to pledge $50 or more. And this is just so, like, how does she make it look so much like the person? But it's super simplified. It's a cartoon. And I know some of you have probably seen 
the other versions like this one of me. And this is just the cutest thing. I remember when she made my cartoon, I, I just was so <laughs> over the moon. It's a really, really cute prize that you're not going to get anywhere else. Okay, let's try one that's really sloppy. Uh, let's do a very different pose. That one has fingers in it. Uh. That one's got a weird pose. It's hard to get. All right, let, let's do this one. Where there's a little bit more of a bend. And I'm going to make it super sloppy. Actually, let's start with the chisel tip. The big one. <laughs> so I can be extra stressed. Okay. You ready? Super sloppy, fast. It's starting to look more like a Jack Metty drawing. All the strokes. Oh, what a mess. That's a mess. Let's go over it. Oh, that's really fun. Isn't that cool, you guys? I like that. Wow, that's really weird. Super sloppy. Let's go over it again. This time... And shoot for some bigger chunks. Ugh, this is a mess, though. This is really a mess. I mean, this is more what I think about a gesture drawing as being. but you can see with the chisel tip, it's pretty crazy. Ah, the shoe looks terrible. Of course, his torso is now way too big. So this is one where you just let go of certain things. I'm gonna do a pass with the brush pen. Oh God, I cannot control that. This is such a disaster. Yeah, that's a mess. <laughs> Let's try the medium chisel tip. Maybe that'll help me. really crude. Gosh, where's his kneecap? It just like disappeared. I think it's here. Yeah, I don't like this. This is too messy. 
way too messy. I think the other version was better. Okay, let's get up and do his shoes, which I completely destroyed. This one is more vertical. Yeah, I don't like this. I feel like the chisel tip, at least for me, it worked a lot better because I, I just didn't have the light loose. Let's do another one. I'm going to do it really fast, but with this brush pen. So you can see it's a lot more brushy. Like this could work could see this happening. It's still darker than I would like it to be. Although it's, you have to shake it a little bit. It's losing all the ink. It's a good experiment though. How come it's, oh, I have to do this. I forgot. There's a thing at the end to get the ink. Oh, much better. Okay. It's like, what's wrong with my. Oh, now it's like all thick. Yeah, this is a mess. <laughs> this is not my cup of tea. I mean, to me, this one is not about likeness. This one is more an abstract gesture. Let's do the bottom half, which is the legs. I guess what I would do is I would wait for this to run out of ink. And then I would press the thing on the back. I'm curious, which do you guys like better? Do you like the total <laughs> bombardment of marks? We also have the one that I worked on more carefully. And this one I'm still working on, but I think I still like the first one better. It just felt better. I felt like I could control better. And it's all about control. So few things you can control in life, but your drawings, yes, that is something you can control. Oof, I don't like this at all. This is really crappy. Not fun. I know I always tell you guys not to worry about likeness, but it's bothering me that you can't see him very well. Yeah, bleh. too chunky. I don't think I like that. Okay, so ready, everybody? Number one. Number two, number three, which one do you like better? I mean, I think it's easier to like this one better because it looks like something. <laughs> the others don't really look like anything. DK, thank you so much for the super chat. We so appreciate it.
Remember everybody, keep those super chats and super stickers coming because oh, we still haven't gotten our Instagram back and I'm sort of freaking out about it because they said three to four days. But then I'm reading online and some people are saying several weeks. I'm like, why is this happening during the raffle? This hurts me. It's our highest engagement social media platform and I'm just kicking myself that I didn't have more security features turned on. And so that's why it's especially important, those of you who are here to help us with the raffle because we're just not getting the reach because of our Instagram being hacked. Oh, you guys like it? <laughs> Carolyn says, I feel like it gets the energy much more than the careful one. Carolyn says, always thought gesture drawings were more about drawing the energy of the post rather than having it look realistic. Maybe that's it. Maybe this is more a gesture drawing. The other one is more just a drawing that's been done to have it look more real. Okay, Carolyn liked the big messy dip one, which was this one here. I'll put it like that so you guys can see it a little bit better. Maybe I'll change my mind. <laughs> Alexandria says, seems like you felt more comfortable with the controller first, but all have a place. Okay, Harold says number two, which is this one. Mr. Caraman likes number one. Okay. I, I, I could sort of get on board with this one. I just, oh, the feet are really bad. Maybe I, I could do that, but okay, I really don't like this one. This one is terrible. This one's really bad. So I feel like between the two, this is number two. This one has more gesture, but this one looks more like him. Although I think the legs are too short again. <laughs> They're always too short. I always do such a crappy job of that. Yeah, maybe number two is the better. This is the better gesture. But I, I just like it because it looks like him. I know. It's very shallow. <laughs> really, really silly. Remember, everybody, the fall raffle ends next Tuesday. And we really, really need your help this time because of the Instagram being hacked is a really big deal for us because that's a huge portion of our audience that we're just not reaching. And... I want to remind you all that we don't charge for our videos because I've always felt strongly that our content has to stay accessible to everybody. And remember, we have the digital cartoon prize. Pledge $50 or more to get your cartoon self drawn by Mia. Join me in the Discord chat. We're going to take a look at some of the drawings that I did and that everybody else did. Please meet me in the post live streams channel. Another way to enter the raffle is to join our Patreon group. This is such a lovely group of people. Share your art in weekly voice sessions. You get support and long nerdy critiques from me. And most of all, you find support in a small group of artists. So take a look at the raffle. The link is in the YouTube video description below. It all helps everybody. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you next time. Bye.